Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're in 1 Kings chapter 17, verses 8 and following. You remember that Ahab is the evil king of the northern kingdom, his wife Jezebel, and he have introduced pagan Baal worship to the people of Israel. Nobody's provoked the anger of the Lord like Ahab has. And now God has sent a prophet, Elijah, to rebuke Ahab, to confront Ahab. We learned yesterday that there is going to be a drought in the land that is a direct result of Ahab's sin. And tomorrow we're going to talk about a well-known confrontation between Elijah and Ahab on Mount Carmel. But between those two narratives, there's a story of the widow of Zarephath. And this raises some questions or some clarity in our minds about what it takes to be reconciled to God, what it takes to be part of God's family. And some of the old ways of thinking are going to be challenged by Elijah and by Jesus in the New Testament when he refers to this situation. Chapter 17, verse 8. Then the word of the Lord came to Elijah. Arise, go to Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon, and dwell there. Behold, I have commanded a widow there to feed you. So he arose and went to Zarephath. And when he came to the gate of the city, behold, a widow was there gathering sticks. And he called to her and said, Bring me a little water and a vessel that I may drink. And she was going to bring it to him. And he called to her and said, Bring me a morsel of bread in your hand. And she said, As the Lord your God lives, I have nothing baked, only a handful of flour in a jar and a little oil in a jug. And now I'm gathering a couple sticks that I may go in and prepare it for myself and my son that we may eat it and die. So Elijah said to her, Do not fear. Go and do as you have said. But first, make me a little cake of it and bring it to me. And afterward, make something for yourself and your son. For thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, the jar of flour shall not be spent. and The jug of oil shall not be empty until the day that the Lord sends rain upon the earth. And she went and did as Elijah said, and she and he and her household ate for many days. The jar of flour was not spent, neither did the jug of oil become empty, according to the word of the Lord that he spoke by Elijah. So here we've got this woman from Zarephath, which is a city that's not, it's a, it's a pagan city. The people there don't worship the one true God. They probably worship some of these other gods that Ahab has been bringing into the Israelite community with Jezebel. She is not part of God's family. She's not a descendant of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Yet God sends Elijah to her and really spares her and her son. Not only that, but she displays great faith in Elijah. She's very obedient to what Elijah asked her to do. He asked for water. He asked for food. They're starving to death. He says, give me food before you feed yourself and your son. This would have gone against every maternal instinct that this woman had, yet she obeys Elijah and she acknowledges uh, his God, the God of Israel. This is remarkable as an outsider, somebody who doesn't know any better to get so many things right about who God is and what he's like. At the same time, you've got Ahab and the Israelites who have moved into pagan worship who should know better. They are part of God's family, and they're completely faithless. They're totally disobedient. They're doing abhorrent things before the Lord. And so we have this contrast between the outsider who has faith and the insiders who are lacking obedience and faith. Well, let's fast forward to 
the book of Luke in the New Testament, Jesus is on the scene, and he is in the synagogue. He's talking with the Jewish leaders. These guys obviously are part of God's family. They are descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. In fact, they're pretty proud about that. They think that because they are part of the the line of Abraham, that somehow they have a special relationship with God. And and in a in an Old Testament sense, God did start it out that way, but. The Israelites, as we're seeing in 1 Kings, are forsaking God. And so it's not just the family that you're born into that matters in terms of whether you can be in relationship with God, be in God's family. It has to do with the faith and the trust and the obedience that you display before God. Jesus is breaking this news to them. He's telling them that he believes he's the Messiah. They're having a very hard time with this. And he's pointing out to them that... uh, just like the the prophets were rejected by Israelites in the Old Testament, I'm being rejected by Israelites right now. And there are people like the widow of Zarephath who had faith, who are outsiders. And there are going to be others in the future who have faith that are outsiders that we're going to take the gospel to. Here's what Jesus says in chapter 4, verse 25. But in truth, I tell you, there are many widows, there were many widows in Israel in the days of Elijah. When the heavens were shut up three and, a half, three and a half years, and a great famine came over the land, and Elijah was sent to none of them, but only to Zarephath in the land of Sidon, to a woman who was a widow. What Jesus is saying here is just like Elijah was sent to the outsider, the woman, the widow, the least likely that a prophet would be sent to, I, Jesus Christ, am being sent to anybody who would display faith in the message of God's kingdom. And he's insinuating that just like Ahab and the other people of Israel back in 1 Kings were walking away from God, were rejecting God, were involved in idol worship and false understanding of who God is, so you, the current leaders of Israel in the New Testament, are out of touch with what God is doing. What we're going to see is that this gospel is going to go forward, not just to the people of Israel, but to the whole world. John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son. And we can be thankful for that because we are part of the outside group. Not many that I know of are descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. We're outsiders. We're Gentiles. But God, in his mercy, has decided to raise up Jesus Christ, the perfect prophet, the perfect priest, the perfect king, the perfect sacrifice, to die a sinless death after living a a perfect life, meeting the righteous requirements of the law so that through his resurrection, he could defeat sin, death, the power of Satan. And so that anybody who puts their faith and trust in him, whether they're part of Abraham's family or whether they're an outsider, whether they're a Jew or whether they're a Gentile, anybody who puts their faith in Christ can have his righteousness attributed to them and have the penalty they deserve to pay, death, Mark paid because of his death, And we can walk in his family as covenant sons and daughters in this life and spend eternity with him in heaven through faith in Jesus Christ. Lord, thank you for the foreshadowing of this great gospel that we see through the widow of Zarephath way back in 1 Kings. Pray that you'd help us to make that the central message of our lives and that we would be intentional about sharing it with anybody and in any way that it can have impact to other outsiders who, like us, need your grace, mercy, and forgiveness. Amen. The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. 
First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.